This is a family second program. Say what? Shout to the heart and you're too late, darling. You give love a bad name. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the family second program. I'm your host, Philip Shelley, we are so glad we are here today. Uh, I say we because we want to greet you, my family. That's right. Couldn't do this without my family, my beautiful wife, Davina, and my four shells, Isabella, Everett, Eva, and Dallas. Welcome. It's awesome to be here with you today. We are here to connect you with the Word of God so you can take and make godly decisions. Not worldly decisions, but godly decisions. I'm so glad you joined us today all around the world. We want to welcome you there in Japan, in Tokyo, in Brazil, especially here in the United States. Awesome for you to join us. We are so glad you're here. You know, Family Second exists to put God back in the equation of the family. We used the term family first for so long, and uh, we forgot the greatest ingredient, which is God. That's right. We want to put God back into the equation of the family. Because, you know, Proverbs 8 tells us that in the beginning, wisdom rejoiced with a family. That's right. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, wisdom, Proverbs 8 tells us, wisdom rejoiced with the family. We want wisdom to rejoice with the family again today. So that's why I'm here today. I want to do three things while I'm here. I want to equip you with the Word of God, teaching you what the Word of God says about family, bring this together to reach our full potential. Then I want to empower you through an encounter with the Holy Spirit, because I, I believe the Holy Spirit is going to give you power. Uh, so, you, so parents, so children, whoever you are in your family, that you will have power through the Holy Spirit, that you can strive for the best in your family, you can reach your full potential. And then we want to activate. We just want to learn and sit there and and here, but we want to go out and do what the Word of God says. We want to activate. Everybody say, activate! That's right. We want to activate today. So that's what we're going to do. So right now, let me tell you what we're talking about. Okay? Today, we are talking about discipline. Everybody say discipline. That's right. We don't like that term. We don't we don't like it when it happens to us, but we need to talk about it because it's in the Word of God. All right. So we're going to talk about the discipline in the home, how and when to discipline your children, parents. And I, I'm not just talking about parents that have children today, but I'm talking about I'm talking to those that want children in the future. It's awesome to learn before it happens, okay, so you can have a great future, okay, so listen up. If you don't have children yet or you desire to have children, please take this with you because uh, you need to learn uh, this also. So we're going to learn uh, when to discipline your children and what the Bible says all about it. Now, this could be a touchy subject to some of us, but let me assure you right now, everything I say is from the Word of God, okay, so everything uh, I get comes from the Word of God and what the Word of God says. Now, we're going to look closely at three things, and those three things what the Bible says on, number one, how to discipline, uh, that discipline is an act of faith. Number two, types of discipline. And number three, guidelines for administering discipline. We need to learn these things because I believe some some of us, we've got it wrong. Uh, we've got it wrong and, and it's um, hindered our future. And we need to learn these things and what the Word of God says and how to discipline and what things we need to do to discipline as parents. So parents, there's something you need to know before we get started. Disciplining your child goes far deeper than an action in one moment. 
Okay, I have a lot of friends that have those stories when they were younger. Oh, my mom, uh, you know, she whooped me. She whooped me. Okay, we have those stories. If my mom didn't have a bell, she could ride a switch. You know, we have those stories. But, you know, it goes beyond those one-time things, those one-time acts, that one moment, you know, in time. Uh, and we're going to get into some of those times, okay, as we go further. No, it's, it's, it's an ongoing process. I want, you to, I want you to know that now. It's an ongoing process. Disciplining your children is an ongoing process that instead Heals in them a respect for you so that when they deviate from the right path, their hearts will be tender and they'll want to go, get back on that path. An example of that is a, a pastor friend of mine told me a story of how his son, uh, he, his son asked for an earring, okay, to get an earring in his ear. Of course, his dad said no, all right. Uh, he didn't believe that this would be wise for him to get an earring at a young age, so he just you know, told him no, told him why. Well, one day the son came home. Yeah, you guessed it, with an earring. <laughs> he came home with an earring, and his dad walked in, and he saw the earring in his son's ear. Uh, and without saying a word, his dad looked at him with that look. Okay, I think you know what look that was. Okay, uh, he turned around, and the the son knew that he had did wrong. Just from that look, he know that he dis disrespected his father and didn't uh, obey his father. And that's all it took. Guess what the son did? He took the earring out and never wore it again. Why? Because he, the, the father had instilled that respect that when he deviated off the right path, he, his, his heart was tender enough to get back on that right path. Because, you know, the Bible says this in Hebrews, we had earthly fathers to discipline us and we respected them. So let me tell you this. Proper discipline naturally creates respect. And that's what God intended. Okay, let me say it again. Proper discipline naturally creates respect. And that is what God intended. Okay, so before we get into the word, parents, I want you to remember that proper discipline takes time and it takes effort. Everybody say effort. Okay, there you go. I think I heard you. We need to make sure we all have the facts straight before we act. We have to make time and we have to put forth the effort to discipline. Because there are a million other things we want to do, okay? We want to, after a long day of work, we want to put our feet up. We want to relax. We want to watch a little TV, watch our sports, or whatever it is. And, you know, we don't want to take the time and effort sometimes because we're tired. But guess what? If we do that, we will, God will bless us. God will bless your family, and you will reach your full potential. Let me tell you this. It's also vital that we combine discipline with Love, you know, we give love a bad name. <laughs> That's right, we give love a bad name when we don't discipline the way God intended us to discipline, and we don't combine it discipline with love. So we need to do that today. So we're going to break this up into three areas of discipline. Everybody say three, three. That's right. Our first area comes from Proverbs twenty-three verses thirteen and fourteen. It says this, don't fail to discipline your children. The rod of punishment won't kill them, nor should it, okay? Physical discipline may well save them from death. 
You know, as God's children, we are always called to act in faith. Can I get an amen? That's right. We are always called. The, you know, the Bible is filled with examples of God calling us to act in faith. We can see David uh, going before the giant uh, as, you know, picking up his five stone and all he needed was one. But he had to act in faith. You know, the three Hebrew boys that uh, faced the fire, um, they had to act in faith. They believed God would deliver them from the fire. And they acted in faith. The woman that touched the hem of Jesus' garment and was healed instantly, had to act in faith, go toward Jesus and and, and go through the crowd to touch him. They, we are all called to act in faith because, you know, the Bible is filled with so many examples of simple actions in faith. And, you know, that corresponds with the responses that God gives us of large spiritual Impact, And we want that in our lives. You know, in the same way, disciplining our children is an act of faith. You know, in which we faithfully do what we can according to his word. And when we do that according to his word, guess what happens? We can watch him exceed our works with his. I want him to exceed our my works. In anything I do with my children, as I teach my children, as I as I discipline them, as I as I encourage them and lift them up, you know, when we do that according to God's word and what He said in His word, He will exceed what we do, and I want Him to do that. Let me give you an example, okay? Discipline our children is our part. You know, we can't just sit back and put our feet up, and when our child disobeys, we can just say, "God, get him." <laughs> Go ahead, God, just get him. Strike him with not strike him with lightning or something. I just, we can't say that. God has given us the responsibility as parents to do our part and to discipline our children. Okay, so Proverbs says this: that discipline will bring three things. It will bring deliverance. I just read to you that physical discipline may well save them from death. Okay, so it will bring deliverance. It will remove foolishness. All right, Proverbs twenty two fifteen says a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. So it will remove the foolishness. And then number three, it will result in rest, which parents, I think this is probably important to you if you want rest, if you just want to break sometimes. Proverbs twenty nine seventeen says, discipline your children and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. Who wants to be glad? Hmm, I do. I want to be glad. So I want to discipline our children because it will bring us rest. Now this task, let me tell you this, is no excuse to unreasonably spank your child. Okay. But it is to use the actions of disobedience and rebellion that, you know, children sometimes act out on, and they will. We are to use that to instruct and teach them in the ways of the Lord. And, you know, it's also to help them to learn to choose life and to bring them wholeness to their personality. I want to bring wholeness to their personality. I'm thinking of the future here. I'm thinking of uh, how they're going to grow, where they're going to be when they're adults, uh, how they're going to be uh, in society. So I want I want to teach them and instruct them in the ways of the Lord. And I want them to choose life and I want to bring wholeness to their personalities. That's why I want to discipline them now as children to teach them honor and respect in the home. So I told you that discipline is an act of faith. Now let's get into the guidelines for administering discipline. Okay, so here we go. Here's some of the guidelines you need to learn from the Word of God. Proverbs 13, 24 says, Those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. Those who love their children care enough to discipline them. I hope you love your children. Can I get an amen? Somebody just shout it out. Amen! 
amen. That's right. No matter where you are, if you're in the mall, just scare somebody next to you. Say amen. Yes, if you love your children, say amen. So it says, those who spare the rod of discipline hate their children. Those who love their children care enough to discipline them. Proverbs 13, 24. Now, Scripture gives guidelines about how we are to administer discipline to our children. And there are four I want to give to you today. So number one, all right, we are to discipline promptly. Everybody say promptly. Okay. All right. Why do we want to discipline promptly? Because uh, we want the child to connect the discipline with the inappropriate behavior. So that's number one. That's a guideline to discipline promptly so they can connect the punishment with the inappropriate behavior. Number two, everybody say number two, we are to discipline without anger. Okay. Why? Just like, because that's the way God disciplines us. He disciplines without anger. I get that from Jeremiah 10, 24. Now let me, get, let me, let me expound on that a little bit. Okay. The punishment should focus on the principle that the child needs to learn, you know, and the consequences of not following that principle. Okay. So if we discipline in a, in frustration and anger, if we give discipline from that place of frustration and anger, guess what? It will not accomplish a healthy or desired change in the child. And I want that. I want the child to change. I don't want that. I don't want the child uh, to do it again. <laughs> so we need to discipline, not in a place of frustration or anger, but we want to accomplish healthy change, desired change in the child. So we don't need to punish uh, in anger. All right. So number three, number three, we're to discipline while there is hope. Guess what, parents with young children? I'm talking to you. Here we go, parents that want to be uh, parents one day. I mean, you know, couples that want to be parents one day. I'm talking to you. Now, I know a lot of you have children that are older, and it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder to teach that love and respect and honor in your home since we didn't start when they were younger. But God is going to bless you if you keep on trying, if you keep on instilling that love and instilling that honor and instilling that respect into their lives. God is going to, God is going to bless you through that if you read his word and do what his word says. So we need to discipline while there is hope so we can deal with them while they are young and responsive. That was number three. And number four, we are to discipline children with the intent of addressing both behavior and attitude. Why? So that a peaceful harvest of right living might be evident in their lives. I get that from Hebrews twelve eleven. Now, all of these are backed behind scripture. So if you want to go back to the show notes that I want to put on my Facebook page at Philip S. Shelley, you can go back to that or my LinkedIn page at Philip S. Shelley. You can go look at those show notes to read those scriptures and study those scriptures. So we need to make sure that we discipline children with the intent of addressing both behavior and attitude because we want to uh, create a peaceful harvest of right living. We want them to live right. We're thinking toward, we're thinking about the future. We're thinking about their future. We're, we're doing this for their future, their future lives. So remember that, those four guidelines for administering discipline. So we went through those. So let's discuss the types of discipline because every child is different. Okay, I have four shells. All right, that um, they're they're all different. So and they will receive discipline different. So you know Hebrews twelve five and six says this, and I want you to listen carefully. It says, "And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as His children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline, and don't give up when He corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those He loves." 
and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. You know, God has placed upon parents the responsibility of disciplining their children. Okay, he's given you that responsibility. I've already said that. Okay, now there are three words that I just read to you that describes the kind of, of discipline we are to apply. I just read to you. I, I didn't. I didn't hear them. But okay, I'll, I'll go over them. Okay, there are three words. The first word was discipline. Okay, of course. But where does it come from? Well, it comes from the Greek word paideia, which means to instruct. It doesn't mean to spank. It doesn't mean to whoop. Okay, it doesn't mean to beat. It means to instruct. All right, that's number one, discipline. Number two, corrects. Now, corrects comes from the Greek word elekcho, which means to verbally reprove. All right, it says, I don't give, don't give up when he corrects you. Okay, it means to verbally reprove. And then number three is the word punishes. Okay, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. So punishes comes from the Greek word mastigu, which means to flog, which translates to sensible physical discipline, not beating, okay? And you know, there is significance in the order because I told you before that God is a God of order. So there's a significance in the order of these words. The first word was discipline, okay? It says, my child don't make light of the Lord's discipline. We need to remember all discipline must begin with instruction, okay? There are times when instruction or verbal rebuke is all that a child needs to repent and obey, Sometimes that's all they need when you instruct them, okay? But responsible, loving spanking should be used for deliberate disobedience and rebellion, okay? Parents are to seek the Lord for each situation. You know why? Because it allows him to show what is happening in your child's heart and which disciplinary action is appropriate. All that to say, parents, it takes work. It takes work, it takes prayer, and it takes work in your home. Dads, it takes work. Mom, it takes work. Because we have, we have gotten it wrong for so long in our home. And we can see uh, out in the world the way some uh, young adults act today or uh, what some uh, people do in, in life and what the way this uh, – the way – People act is because we've gotten it wrong and we're not following what the Word of God says. We need to follow what the Word of God says. And I taught you today, if you need to go back and rewind and learn this stuff, go back to the show notes and, and, and read the scriptures that I put on there. Go back and do that so you can know what to do in each situation of disciplining your children. Because we need to act in faith. We need to have guidelines for administering discipline. And we need to know what types of discipline we need to give to our children. It's very, very, very important. So as we move into our encounters part, I want to empower you through an encounter. And I want to pray with you today. I remember there was a time when I was a teenager and my uh, dad wanted to punish me. And he didn't want to spank. He, he knew that he needed to. And I remember uh, as a child that every spanking that I got, um, he talked to me before. He instructed me. He he went through what I did, what I did wrong, why he was spanking me. And then afterwards, he gave me a hug. And, of course, he would say those things that some of us have ever always always heard. Said, this hurt me as much as it hurt you, yes. Um, it hurt your heart, but it didn't hurt your behind, okay? <laughs> you know? But uh, but he would, he would say that. But I remember a time he punished me. Um, uh, and he, uh, if, you, if you know what a concordance is, it's... Let me tell you what it is, okay? There's a big, thick book that has every word in the Bible, okay? So he hands me this, I'm, I, and I can't remember what I did wrong, but I know I was I was rebelling. So he wanted me to look up the word 
rebel, rebellion in the Bible. And I remember there was probably eight scriptures uh, that uh, had the word rebellion in them. He wanted me to copy them down. I think it was 10 or 15 times. I can't remember how many times. Uh, But uh, that was one of the things that he did uh, to punish me. Okay, one of the things he didn't spank me, uh, he did, you know, he, he instructed me and then he, he wanted me to learn from the word of God. And one of the main scriptures that I, I've learned from that and I, I carry it with me is that rebellion is as of witchcraft. We need to know that parents, we need to know that the rebellion sometimes that our children act out on, the Bible says it's, it's rebellion is as of witchcraft. We need to know that and we need to, we need to know how to instruct our children, how to, how to verbally reprove our children and know how to discipline them in these things. And as I pray for you, you know, I want to instill in you, parents, that you God has given you the authority. God has given you uh, strength to do this. And he wants you to uh, know what the word of God says. And he wants you to pray the word of God through your children. He wants to bless your children. This is blessing your children when you instruct them and teach them to honor and respect and teach them uh, what the word of God says and know what the word of God says. So I want to pray that God blesses you and God helps you in this. Because sometimes some of it is hard to some people. And to tell you the truth, I'm very laid back. Uh, you know, um, so, some of the things don't set me off, <laughs> you know, um, and but the thing is, it takes both parents. It does. My wife can't be the only one to discipline our children. The dad cannot be the only one to discipline the children. It has to be a, a joint effort. OK, because, you know, kids are smart. And they'll play parents against each other. So we need to know together. If there's, if you're out there and you're wanting children in the future and you want to learn these things, you need to have a plan. You need to have a plan of action. How are we going to discipline our children when they act up? Because sometimes they will. I'm telling you the truth. They will act up sometimes. And when you need to have a plan and you need to be in agreement as a couple. And you need to pray together about this. What are we going to do when our children disobeys or when our children rebel? And how are we going to discipline them? You need to uh, act in faith on that as a couple, as a married couple. You need to act out, act on faith on that and pray to the Lord. And I'm going to pray with you right now and pray for you that God and the Holy Spirit just uh, consume you today uh, in your raising of your children and how to act uh, this uh, in faith on discipline. So let's do that right now. Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus. And I speak, Lord, in faith to those that are listening today that need help in this area of discipline, discipline their children, God. And some of us have not acted out on faith and, and we've just let it go. We've let a lot of things go and it hasn't helped any situation. We've swept things under the rug and it hasn't helped any situation. But God, right now, I just pray, put the put that uh, spirit uh, of uh, knowing your word, wanting more of your word inside of each parent today. Each individual listening today, let that desire to know you more, know your word more and act on it. God, today, set a fire in them. So Lord, we can create a future for our children. Lord, we can bring wholeness to their personalities. Lord, we can help them learn to choose life. And Lord, we can help them and we can instruct them and teach them the ways of the Lord. God, I just pray in the name of Jesus, give them the heart to learn more of you. Lord, to know your word and to help them in this discipline, this disciplining of their children. Every time, God, every time a child acts up, God, I just pray that the, that you put the spirit of God in those parents and God, they begin to instruct 
instruct their children. They might not know what they're saying, but God, it's through your spirit that they're talking to their children and their children are learning from you. So Lord, I just pray, put put your spirit in them. Each parent listening, each parent out there, put your spirit in them so they can act out on faith. Each time a child disobeys and acts up, Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you, Lord, for the future that we're going to have around the world and in this country, wherever we are, God, in our communities, in our homes, in our churches, wherever, God. I believe that the best is yet to come as we encourage families to rise up, Lord, uh, Lord, and put you first in everything. So, Lord, I just praise you and thank you for all that you're going to do, all that you have done. And we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, that's right, amen. Amen. That's right. All right. Well, guess what? It's time to activate. Someone say activate. That's right. We're going to activate today. There's three things I want you to do to this week and in the future as we activate this, uh, what we've learned today on discipline. Number one, here we go. I want you to know your children, parents. We need to know our children. We need to know their personalities. Sometimes uh, you don't have to spank your children or or use the rod, as the Bible says, of discipline. But sometimes you just have to uh, instruct them and, and you know, they'll go on and not do the, that again. So take the time to understand them in a way that you can make the right choices when you discipline them. Okay? That's the number one. Know your children and take the time to understand them in a way that you can make the right choices when you discipline them. Remember, it takes work. Number two, here we go. Pray for and with your children. Okay? Need to do that. We need to pray for and we need to pray with our children and You know, through that prayer, God hears us and God will help us in every situation, all right, or opportunity we have with our children. So we need to pray for them. We need to pray with them and God will bless us through that. Number three, all right, number three, it says, if you want your children to give you honor and respect, you need to honor and respect them. I'm saying it again. If you want your children to give you honor and respect, you need to honor and respect them too. By setting a good example and being consistent in your words and actions. Okay? So we want to be consistent in our words and actions. And just like I said a while ago, you need to be in agreement as a loving couple. Now, I know there are families out there that there's only one parent. There's only a mom. There might be only a dad. And there is no agreement. And so, and we pray with you. We lift you up in prayer because you're taking, you're taking, you're taking double for your trouble. Okay. So we're praying for you. We're believing for you. We want to encourage you and lift you up as that single parent. And we want to know that, that you are loved. God loves you. God sees your situation and he will be there for you. So please honor your children. Honor and respect them. If you want your children to honor and respect you, honor and respect them too by setting a good example and being consistent. Be consistent in your words and be consistent in your actions. Okay? All right. So what did I do? I equipped you. I empowered you. And I we are going to activate. That's right. We're going to activate. So thank you so much for listening today. It was exciting topic today. I gave you so much. I know. All right. Go back and listen again if you need to. Share it with somebody. Uh, we want to make sure that you learn this stuff because we want a bright future. We want a great future in this uh, world. And we want to lift up the family. And we want wisdom to rejoice with the family. 
family again. So please share this with somebody that needs it. Uh, write down some of those scriptures. Look at the show notes and write down those scriptures so you learn them, read them from the Word of God. And uh, and God will do amazing things in your family. I believe that today. All right. So we want to give a shout out to those listening in Japan. That's brand new right now. We have so many listening in Japan, just listening over and over again to a lot of the podcasts that I've put out there. So make sure that you listen and share. Shout out to Japan, Brazil, Germany, America. Thank you so much for listening. We love each of you and encourage you to be the family God has created you to be on behalf of uh, my wife uh, and our four shelves. Thank you so much. If you want to contact us, if you want to uh, write us an email uh, to encourage us or just to ask any questions, you can do that at philip at philipshelley.org. That's right. It's P-H-I-L-I-P. There's one L at philipshelley, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y dot org. Make sure you write us an email. If you want to send us something, our P.O. box number is is 592224 San Antonio, Texas 78259 alright, send us something we'd love uh, to send a, uh, cards, we'd love encouragement too we would love that, send us an email If you or again, if you want to get those show notes go to my LinkedIn page at Philip S. Shelley um, at LinkedIn and or our, my uh, Facebook page at Philip S. Shelley we would love to connect with you and hear from you and see all God, what God is doing in your lives. Again, thank you for listening. And you know what? This has been a Peace Shells, a Diva Divine Four Shells production. And remember that happiness in this life is a benefit of pursuing God in all his ways. Read your word. Peace.